Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. Good morning. Just wanted to welcome our guest today to the podcast, which is Claire Gilliland Rawlings. I have got that right, haven't I? Yes. Hello. (laughs) So today, Claire is going to talk to us about her experience of running a business and juggling it with being a mum and tell us a little bit more about some of her insights into that. So thank you very much for joining us, Claire. Thank you for having me. Can we start off by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and how that all fits in in terms of you know family life and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a mum of three young children and we are a very sort of outdoorsy, nature-loving family. So we're always out and about. We live in a gorgeous part of the world. Um, we're in rural Northumberland. So there's so much beautiful space and beaches to explore. And as a family, we're really passionate about environment and sustainability which was one of the reasons I chose to work from home rather than commuting to offices. And my business is fairly new. I only launched last summer, but ever since it's just gone from strength to strength. And I feel really proud of how much it's grown and expanded. And it's been really liberating to be in charge of my own business and fit it in perfectly around, around family life. Fabulous. And what is your business? What do you do? So I'm a virtual assistant and I sort of offer services from admin all the way through to content creation, social media management and anything really in between. I do a lot of project research for clients, invoicing, emails, so really a bit of anything. I tend to work with small businesses who just need to outsource some of their work. And yeah, I take on the tasks that they just really don't have time for. They're struggling to keep on top of. Fantastic. Yeah. And I don't know about, I mean, as you know, I'm also a virtual assistant and actually we we met through a virtual assistants group, but I don't know whether you find, and and it certainly sounds like it fits with the ethos of your your business and your sustainability. Being a virtual assistant is, is pretty much a paperless business I think my first client I sent a contract out to and then since then I was like why am I doing this it doesn't need to be paper it can all be digital everything can be digital now can't it yeah and it's amazing and I do think you know maybe one if you want to call it a positive out of the COVID-19 pandemic is people are really realizing how much work we can do remotely and how we can can do everything online we don't have to have these paper systems or be traveling into offices every day working from home works really well and I think it's a really positive thing for you know mums that are struggling to fit work life in with their children that people are realizing we can move to be working from home and working in these more modern paperless systems yeah Absolutely. Fantastic. And how does your business and your work fit in around family life? How did, how have you made that work for you? I've had to be quite strict with my boundaries. I found when I first started, I was sort of getting emails through to my phone when I was out at the park with the kids and I would be replying. And then I had to talk to myself and say, this isn't why you've started a business. You've started it to do your own business so you can be present for the children and my husband works quite an intensive job where he has very very long hours so he isn't around much which was also one of the reasons I really felt important for me to be in charge of my own work but now I've set my boundaries and 
I am strict with myself and my clients about when I'm available and when I'm not, it fits in really well. I spend a lot of my evenings working, which I'm quite happy doing once the kids are in bed. And on a Friday, I'm really lucky my mum has my youngest daughter and the other two are at school. So Fridays are a very good day for me to get stuff done. And yeah, I, I really enjoy just that whole flexibility. And if I do have a client that needs to have a meeting or a call, I am lucky that I can sort of squeeze it in when I need to. So yeah, it's, it's working really well, just choosing my own hours, not feeling guilty that I can't fit hours in standard office hours in I suppose yeah Mm, absolutely that sounds fabulous and you've got little ones who are at home is that right as well as school-aged children yeah my youngest child has just turned one so she is very small so when I started the business she was about well six months five six months old Mm. and so it was it has always fitted in really well around the kids because I was able to start from all of being quite small and I'm lucky you know my mum's just 10 minutes down the road and she works she doesn't work Thursdays or Fridays so she is really good she likes having a bit of time with Ola and that's why I kind of utilize working in the evenings as well because then once the kids are in bed it's quiet time for me to get some work done but yeah absolutely yeah I certainly relate to the husband with long hours my husband's a chef so he's out evenings weekends uh, the the busy times for him at work so yes often those those times when everyone else is being social and I'm I'm at home and looking after the children and and often it does feel very much like you're taking a lot of the responsibility and doing a lot lot when you know there isn't necessarily when dad can't necessarily be present as much as we would like him to be um so yeah I can certainly relate to the the long hours and uh, the struggle that that can can cause without doubt fantastic lovely so you've mentioned the sustainability as a reason for the bit certainly an ethos behind the business and, and why you chose a role where you could work from home and you've mentioned sort of starting to or wanting to start up the business so that you could have more flexibility around the children and work when you wanted to around them what, what did you do out of interest before you you had your own business so I've always just supported people with their admin and social media and so I've, I've always worked for sort of smaller companies doing admin essentially I have trained as a teaching assistant as well because I've always been really passionate about education and that was sort of I think in the future was something I was looking to do but since starting this business I've really don't think I could go back to working for anyone else in that respect because I'm just Mm. loving this flexibility but yeah I've always worked in sort of the admin sector Mm -hmm. for other businesses so once I had all a really I felt with three children it was just too much going going to the office and so yeah that that was really why I come back to working from home. Fantastic thank you. So what would you say the best bit of advice that you have been given is around running your own business or or since you've started in business? Well, that's a bit of a tricky one. I'm not so sure. I think it would be from my mum's partner, John. He basically, when when I first had this idea, I was going to start my business. I I went to mum and John and I said, oh, what what do you think of this idea? And I think they were both relieved that it it wouldn't require them doing school runs five days a week. (laughs) So they were like, yeah, go for it. We don't have to do anything. (laughs) Um, But John basically said that I need to remember that it's all about balance, having business, working. It's all about a work-life balance and not to let either side take over. Always Mm. stay quite neutral and be open to each side and just not let myself be overwhelmed with home life or work life. But he also said that I should make sure I put myself in the client's perspective every time I speak to them and and see things from their point of view and really 
take the time to listen to them and let them tell me what they need the support with especially because I tend to get small businesses outsourcing to me when they're quite overwhelmed with their level of work so it's really important to just sit down with them and really get their perspective of what they need the most support with which I think is what enables me to offer really bespoke sort of tailored services to them so yeah that's sort of two bits of advice from John which were quite useful <laughs> fantastic it sounds like you've got a, a lot of good insights from him which is a, yeah. sounds like a good person to have in your life offering you advice on business which he is absolutely fair. is yeah he's a good business Ted <laughs> <laughs> fantastic and actually I, I think that one is so true about balance I agree it's really important to try and get the balance right and actually balance is something I think it's it's almost I think it's really hard to get the balance right yeah I'm not sure balance is something that's ever totally achievable as a mum with a business there's always going to be something which feels for me anyway there's Mm -hmm. always going to be something which feels like it's throwing other things out of balance and just when you think you've got the balance about right something changes and kind of you know children's sleep patterns or whatever it might be will will suddenly change but yeah I think you, you are quite right having that trying to sort of make sure you have both things in there because I think I don't know about you, but a lot of mums are really guilty of feeling that mum guilt when they're spending time on their business. You feel the guilt around not being with your children. And when you're with your children, you're feeling guilt about the fact that you're not working on your business. And it's a a constant battle between those two. So if you can find some kind of balance, I think that's fabulous, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I think the mum guilt's always there and that's that's the real that's the real killer really when you're trying to do stuff isn't it you know even even this morning when my mum was taking all her I was like oh sorry because she got a bit teary and I was like sorry mommy's just got to do some work but you still feel like yeah it's it's never it's never easy prioritizing one or the other but Mm. it's practice I think and I think as mums in business it's something you know you should be proud of yourself that you're showing up and running a business and looking after your kids and you know if you came to me and said gosh I'm feeling so guilty I can't find the balance I would always say well you mustn't you know you're doing really well but as then when you think about it yourself you're really hard on yourself about it aren't you so it's definitely a a real juggle absolutely and yeah you're exactly right with that I've I've heard a number of people say that it's so true when when you do beat yourself up about things it's maybe worth thinking what what would you say to a friend in that situation you wouldn't judge them in the same way that you judge yourself I think we we can be really hard on ourselves sometimes can, and, yeah. <laughs> and really beat ourselves up about <laughs> about it. In fact, I I did a, a a little live on my social media earlier today talking about super mum complex and how we all sometimes try to do it all and and we can't always do it all. Sometimes we need to ask for help from those around us or outsource stuff or whatever it may be. And sometimes we just need to not worry about what other people expect from us as well. So yeah, that that guilt yeah. side of it and the balance is hard definitely. And equally, I. I do love that other piece of advice as well about listening to what your clients really want, really taking the time to listen and understand. And I think, yeah, as VAs, I think that's really, really important because I think some, I don't know about you, I sometimes find that clients don't always know what they want. (laughs) They know they need help, but they don't necessarily know what the most effective thing is to outsource especially as you say, when when they get really overwhelmed. So yeah, I think it can be really valuable to really take some time to listen to what they're really struggling with and, and see where we can offer the help the most, which is true. And that can be turned around the other way from the point of view of mums in business who need to outsource and need to get things off their plates, isn't yeah. it? That actually, you know, talk to somebody and see what they can help with as well and let other people take the reins on some things. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, you know, when you're running a business, whatever your business is, it's so easy to be overwhelmed with the amount of work there is to do so it's always 
important I think just to reach out to other business owners and it's lovely you know since becoming a VA I've connected with other VAs and it's lovely to have that sort of there's a really nice community I think and especially mums who are running their businesses from home there's always a really supportive community behind it and I think it's really important to know when you need a bit of support and even if it's not outsourcing work to just message another mum who's running a business and say oh I've got so much to do and and they can offer a few words of advice and it's it's nice I think that's the beauty of social media as well that's a really positive part of it there's always someone you can offload to whether it's physical work or just to let a bit of it out the frustration or the stress yeah yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. There's so many places online and offline. And there's, um, I don't know whether you go to any networking at all, but I, I started attending some networking groups pre-COVID. And actually through COVID, we moved some of those networking groups online and now we can get back to face-to-face meeting. It's lovely then having a network of other mums in business locally, women in business locally. And there's a group of us now who are uh, who socialise together and it's it's really yeah. nice. We have a, a networking meetup and we have a social meetup every month. Yeah. And it's really nice to have that common ground and that solidarity with women who are in a similar position to share some of those struggles with. So yeah, absolutely. It is really important to be able to reach out, definitely. Yeah. Thank you for your insights on your best <laughs> bits of advice you've had. That's really good. So could you also tell us a little bit about a tool that you use in your business that is a favorite tool that you use something you find really useful something you could recommend for other mums in business to potentially use yeah this is a bit of a rubbish one I was thinking about this I'm not sure about like my favorite tool but I was really thinking and um, my Ola was actually in hospital over the weekend she's fine now but so I was in hospital with her for a couple of nights yeah. and I was thinking oh gosh I've got emails and stuff to do but obviously I'm here with my baby in hospital that's the priority and I thought without my iPhone I would be absolutely lost I I don't know what we did before smartphones but I was so thankful that I had an iPhone then because when she was napping I could do the emails I can manage you know I'm managing three social media accounts I can do it all from my phone and that sort of thing so I honestly think you know an iPhone is my best business tool it's a great tool I agree (laughs) and I I just thought you know the weekend when we were there I would have been absolutely well very stressed without it because it would have meant that I couldn't just keep on top of those little things I was meant to be doing so yeah I find the iPhones an absolute gem and of course you know I have proper laptop and desk set up when I'm home it's really really helpful when you've just got those little bits you need to do and and something else has come up as well I suppose it gives you a massive amount of flexibility that you need in your business really I totally agree with you I I find my iPhone really useful I mean even if it's just a case of you know on the school run I can just I get there five minutes early to get a good parking spot and then I can just go through and check if there's any emails that need a quick response to or quickly create a social media post that I know needs doing or as a VA you probably use some time tracking software as well um, I use Toggle to track the the hours that I'm doing for yeah. my clients and sometimes you're sort of working away trying to get a task finished before you dash out for the school run it's all based around the school run isn't it <laughs> this, uh, all the stuff I do on my iPhone but you dash out of the house and quite often I'll dash out and I'll get in the car and think oh I forgot to switch the timer off yeah but on the iPhone oh there we go I've got toggle on my iPhone it's I can amazing, just go straight it? on and switch it off in the car and I don't yeah. need to sort of worry about having to go back into the house and switch it off again and that kind of thing so yeah it's really useful just the fact that everything integrates 
so yeah. seamlessly is really, really useful. I mean, yeah, I use Zero for my accounting. I have that on my iPhone. So if I'm out and about and I don't know, I'm in a networking meeting and having a, a buy a coffee, I just put the receipt straight into Zero then and there. It's done. It's it's amazing having yeah, it is, a tool that has so many features on and integrates so seamlessly with everything else that you have. So yeah, no, I absolutely think that's a fantastic recommendation. I think it good. really opens up sort of the possibilities for business as well. For some people, you know, you're launching a business, you might not have a huge amount of money to to be investing in lots of software or a brand new computer or something and knowing that you can do a lot of it on your smartphone I mean obviously you do need a laptop or a computer for some things and it's a lot easier to do some things on the laptop but I think it's it's nice to know that someone can start up their business without having to invest a huge amount of money in things because you really can do a lot on yeah. your phone and that that I think opens up possibilities for a lot of people that want to start up a business which is nice. I know someone who does exactly that. Recently, I was talking to a mum and I said, oh, could I have your work email address so I can send you some information? And she said, oh, I, I don't have a work email address. Just send me a message on Instagram. All of my business is conducted through Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger and everything's on there. And, you know, she doesn't have a work email. She doesn't have a website. She doesn't have any of the things that you need a laptop for. It's all done from her mobile phone, yeah. which is, yeah, like you say, you can run an entire business from your phone. It's yeah. an incredible piece of equipment. So, yeah, that's a really good good recommendation of, of a book, good business tool and likewise I don't know about you I'm a bit of a, a book addict I love reading well I actually prefer listening to audiobooks but books and audiobooks do you have a particular favorite book or audiobook that you would recommend to other mums in business yeah I'm I'm a bit of a pants businesswoman I don't really read anything businessy so I'm a bit rubbish in that respect because for me reading is something I've always absolutely adored and it's something I do to switch off I suppose so I've always been quite strict on myself and thought I spend a lot of my life stuck in a business when I want to read when I finally have time to read I'm doing it to clear my head and forget that I've got a busy business or three children to look after and yeah, I've, I've just ha- always had this huge passion for literature. And it, it's quite funny because someone that I do VA work for is my old literature teacher from school. And she, she's running a copywriting and tutoring business now called The Absolute Word. Um, and I do quite a lot of work with her, which is quite nice to sort of keep that connection going. But yeah, I'm, I'm rubbish because, yeah, my reading doesn't centre normally around business. It's going back to that thing about balance, I suppose. And for me, I think as a mum running a business, my life is always so hectic. When I can read, I like to do it to forget about everything else and just let myself get lost in a book for for fun yeah yeah it sounds like it's very much your your personal time your your self-care time yeah Um, and do you have a recommendation of a book that you have enjoyed personally that's not necessarily business related that we might enjoy yes I've just read um (laughs) over Christmas I was reading the second edition of the Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman and I've read both of them now and they're very good sort of slightly silly easy to read funny books both of them are very very good so I would recommend the Thursday Murder Club to anyone that's that's wanting to sort of immerse themselves in a good good light-hearted story they are funny they're very good reads fantastic yeah I did see that Richard Osmond had, had released a couple of books okay that's a good recommendation I'm the other way around I love to read 
I love, well, like I say, I prefer audiobooks just because I'm an auditory learner. And that's part of the reason that I've chosen to do a podcast is because I prefer, I love listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love listening to audiobooks and I, I absorb things much better in an auditory way. But, but no, I do totally agree. There, there are definitely, there's definitely a time and a place, I think, for listening to personal books. And I, I love listening to books rather than mm-hmm. reading. I do from time to time just like to intersperse something that's just some light reading or and not even light reading. I've, I've listened to a couple of really sort of heavy ones over the last couple of years. But yeah, f- for me, it's a few business books and then something that's fiction mm-hmm. or um, a bit more lighthearted. So yeah. I, mean, I have been listening to the podcast by Victoria Tetris. Tretis? That's quite a good Tretis? sort of... Yeah. Tretis. Tretis, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite a good sort of VA podcast mm. and they're quite nice short episodes. So you can, you know, our school's only 10 minutes away. So I can sort of squeeze two in on the way to pick the kids up and another you know one while I'm waiting for them to get in the car and stuff so they're quite they're quite nice sort of short and easy listening ones yes absolutely I agree and I think a lot of the time when I listen to podcasts and audiobooks is is in the car and likewise it's a 10 minute drive so yeah that includes sort of sitting in the car for a couple of minutes when I get there so yes it's nice to have something that's short and bite-sized isn't it to absorb in that time I totally agree I think and as mums we do sort of have those little tiny pockets of time where we can squeeze (laughs) things in (laughs) so absolutely that's definitely a key part yeah fantastic so is there anything going on for you in business at the moment that you want to tell us about do you have anything in the pipeline that you're really excited about do you have space for new clients at the moment any particular tasks that you're really loving and would like to do more of yeah I've got I'm sort of working with a woman at the moment who has a lovely little holiday left and we're rebranding and recreating her website so that's something that's coming in a in a month or so that I'm really enjoying doing and it's been something a little bit different for me sort of I've always offered website support to clients but this is sort of taking the next step into sort of designing a website and stuff so that's been really fun and it's been nice to use a sort of creative part of my brain to really style out this website so that will be coming soon which is exciting because I've been working on it for a few months now and I've always said I'm a bit of a bit of a nerd and my favorite service I think is proofreading because I really love words lovely yeah so if anyone has proofreading they can they can chuck it over to me and I'll happily help them with it fantastic I love getting sort of stuck into quite a big big document and just going through and yeah checking it all out fantastic and I I, yeah I'm with you on that I do like a bit of proofreading or actually one of the things that I do for one of my clients is go through contracts for her (laughs) and just highlight key points into a document so that she doesn't have to go through every single bit and think about the legal jargon and so on and and I just sort of go through and pull out the key points which I think is yeah reading documents is something I always find absolutely fascinating so yeah yeah and you learn really random facts don't you when you're <laughs> reading you're like oh I never knew that I didn't know yeah. what that meant it's, it's quite funny reading because I have a few different clients in different sectors so yeah, yeah when they send me these things to proofread I do I do learn some strange things yeah absolutely <laughs> new words it's always good fun yeah and I think actually proofreading I think any opportunity to read something that you may not necessarily have chosen to read yourself is always a really interesting opportunity to as you say learn something new or I always find things like book I used to love going to book clubs back in the day before children when I had time to go to a book club because somebody else would choose a book and it wouldn't be something you would pick up and it can often be quite surprising that you really enjoy something that you wouldn't necessarily have realized that you've really you know that you would really enjoy so yeah fantastic that's amazing thank you very much 
for coming on today and telling us about your business and your family life and how you juggle business and motherhood. There's been some really good insights there and particularly about sort of the balance and that those strict boundaries you've set for yourself around your family time. Those are a really sort of key takeaways for me of things that I think are certainly things that I probably need to <laughs> think about in terms of myself as well. So thank you very much for spending some time with us and good luck with the business going forward. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. Come and join the Business Planning Challenge for Mums to create a plan to drive your business ideas forward. The challenge starts on Monday the 21st of March in a private Facebook group. Find the link to join in the show notes. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk and you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook.